All right, Ben. So I start. All right. I go refund, first. Right? Refund Theater presents Kirk Cameron saving Easter. I'm tired of the Easter holiday being about bunnies and egg hunts. What's that got to do with Jesus? How does Easter glorify Jesus? You idiot. You stupid idiot. You're so wrong. Look, picture the scene. The Roman soldier rolls away the rock that seals Jesus' tomb. Now what I want you to do is strip everything away from that scene. Take away the Roman soldier. Take away the disciples. Even take away that magic swaddling cloth. I want you to just picture the rock. What shape is that rock? I, I guess it's like, like roundish? Yeah, it is. And what else is roundish? Um... A beach ball. Eggs, that's eggs, right. Eggs. Eggs. Okay. eggs are roundish. Holy shit, you're right. Now, I want you to picture Jesus, all right? What do you picture? Um, I guess he's got a beard and, like, long hair. Right. And what's another name for a rabbit? That's right. Hair. Hair is another name for a rabbit. Once again, I got to say... Holy shit, you're right. And let's just go ahead and nip this in the bud. What is the third thing that you associate with Easter? Um, oh, it's got to be candy, right? Right. Well, what is our reward if we're a good Christian? We get to go to heaven. Pretty sweet, right? Oh. Easter time is Easter egg. Oh, Easter, Easter eggs. say where was the break dancing it's an olympic sport now <laughs> guys welcome to refund this theater. shit this, this shit, this, uh, shit. <laughs> this is our second christmas episode for the year here uh and today well first off i guess we gotta get all things out of the our way. second curse cram saving christmas. <laughs> thank you but yeah i'm gonna get to that uh, thank you for listening to us we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on discord we're on what else are we on andrew TikTok, uh, Instagram, uh, the the Discord specifically. We had a uh, we had a drunk powwow in Discord the other day. That was um, good. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Jacob was uh, absolutely batshit hammered, and we had Mister Gibbons in there, yes. and uh, we were talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, at Gibbons, and we're going to mention this on the Patreon because on the Patreon, if you guys follow us, we are uh, three songs at a time reviewing Corey Feldman's. Uh, angelic to the core, angelic, funkadelic, angelic, rockadelic. Oh, I'm getting pretty good at that. Um, and uh, Gibbons actually saw Corey Feldman and his angels live in Iowa. Um, no. Yeah, we will speak about Who that. Who is this man? Dude, he's the best. <laughs> isn't he? Not I, can't, man. <laughs> I can't even, man. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
This is the first time uh, in Refund Theater history that we are re-reviewing a movie. We go all the way back to episode number 53. Uh, we're over 200 now. Episode Whoa. 53 was... Same. Can I ask something real quick? Yeah. Haven't you done two BVS episodes? Oh my God, you're right. Well, technically, they're two different cuts. So. Uh, okay. Okay. Different. Well, movies. I, 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 this is a second. I have a second question. Why the, f- why did we do this again? Like, I, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't here for the first one. But why was this the exactly. one that we do? Tour? Because all there's three dudes here that were not here for the first <laughs> one, and it was just me and Ben. Oh, and it was just you two. Okay. Also, we have three guys here that are not me and Ben that have uh, varying religious views or were raised with varying religious views. And I'm very interested to hear what they think about swaddling cloths and trees, man. Juice, Juice is a Christian, if you're wondering. And Juice is a Christian. I was raised with kind of Pentecostal people. And Dusty hates them all. So, um, well, <laughs> but Dusty, parents, Dusty, parents, Dusty hails Satan. Dusty's parents were very religious, raising him religious and like Dusty went to the type of church where they burn your CDs and take pictures of the fire and shit. I I I got in trouble for having, I had a Goldfinger spokesman on my on my lap on my computer when I was a kid, and my sister told on me and I had to delete all my music. Oh, it says goddamn, the goddamn singer of the song. You know that part? Wow, it's a really good song, but wow. I had a two live crew tape that got all my shit burnt. <laughs> My mom could have been a Satanist and she probably would have burned a two-life crew tape. <laughs> <laughs> literally had the worst, all like the worst thing. Two-life crew was the worst. And I was so confused because one of the rappers w- went by the name Luke Skywalker, right? Yeah. And I remember That's these kids branding. in school were just like, dude, I just overheard something. <laughs> Some kids talking yeah. about like, oh, and Luke Skywalker was like, I'm going to, re- I don't remember, something about pussy and dick and cock and butt. And I was just like, <laughs> 11. And I was just like, Luke Skywalker said, what? What are you talking about? They're like, two live crew. And I was just, they would just say two live crew to me. And I would just go, what What does that mean? Like, is, what are you saying to me? It's Kids used to love torturing naive white boys like me with uh, uh, things that like, you know, you down with OPP? I never knew what OPP was, but all the kids said they knew, but they wouldn't tell me. Yeah. You know what it is now, though, right? Other people's <laughs> pussy, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Hey, I'm right, though. Juice, right? <laughs> By the way, when I, I said did... these are other white kids that were keeping this privileged yeah. information from yeah. You're from, from Boonville, so you don't <laughs> have to tell me that. Uh, Dusty, <laughs> how did you get two live crew? <laughs> how, did, how did that happen? That's a good he, question, Dusty. He found it amongst his woods porn. Crew. Who knows? Did you find it in the woods? No. You had a cool uncle? Like, <laughs> you know how you just end up with tapes through like yeah. fucking osmosis, I guess? I really don't know how yeah. they fucking show up. You were part like, of those, like, was, the, the club where they sent you like hundreds of CDs well, in the mail? Yeah, yeah. It was Robert Goulet mainly, and Two Live Crew. <laughs> I mainly come across this shit because when we were teenagers, I, I mean, I don't even know if it still is a thing, but like the loudest, hardest fucking bass. Mm. Oh, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever tapes bump the hardest. That's what that's what came through, you know. So yeah. we had I had fucking bass CDs that were just fucking. 
Nothing. I knew kids who had woofers and their CDs literally said some shit like bass. Oh, like yeah, that was, oh yeah, like bass pros five. It was All so right. stupid. This is the second mm-hmm. time I've wanted to in this conversation, so I'll just bring it up. Dusty probably got two live crew through Danny Martin. Somehow Danny Martin More likely. He always had the bassiest, bumpiest, dirtiest shit. He always did. And well, uh, you remember that's also when Ray and Paul moved in here. Right. Which so changed they my brought, life. The, Paul, yeah, they Paul brought some shit the from reason California, wherever too. they come from. Yeah. But so, we're not here to talk about them, no. Why should we talk about anything else? We are here to talk about <laughs> Christmas. Shit. Christmas. And this is not his favorite movie, apparently. <laughs> Dude, this movie is a... Uh, I mean, who whose idea was this? I, yeah. It was fucking yours, bro. I mean, this no, was no, it wasn't. Idea. It was it was Dusty's. Dusty yeah. said it. It, was, it wasn't right. Jacob's we were, idea. No, no, we were at Jacob's one. I don't remember which episode we were recording. Um, but it was it was probably like it was before you know the pandemic. I know that, but uh, and uh, Dusty was like, we should revisit this, and they forced me to watch a bunch of clips from it, which is pretty much the whole movie. I realized. You guys made me watch the whole movie, and I rewatched. Movie's a clip show. Yeah, that's all it is. And as somebody who is as an actual Christian, not one of these evangelical people. No, yeah, you can boo me all day long. I get it. I get why Christians suck. They better watch out, Andrew. He's gonna beat the shit out of us. I am Saint Nicholas. I will hit you with my cane, Uh, (laughs) like the real pimp. But uh, yeah, at a table, hit your head on the table. But you guys maybe watched this movie, and I and all I could think of was this church, this mega church that I used to go to. And like you know, when you're a part of it, you don't really think about how weird it is until you're out of it. And then like when you look back on it, you're like, oh god, like this is a bad time in my life. This is a dark time, and I didn't realize how dark this movie dredges up all of that. It's it's just a dark time. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, no, no, in a happy way. Like I make fun of them now. Like they're hilarious, especially after this Trump thing. Like they're hilarious to me. Just as with the Trump stuff, you know, I guess I'm going to start the uh, the soy boy shit right here. But just as with the Trump stuff, I realized. Hold on, hold on. Can we can we talk about that? <laughs> we we got our first. First of all, Paul. I can't remember what your last name is. He doesn't listen. Therone. S E R R. He can't be listening because Yeah, Paul Paul so we got our we'll first find out. We got our first bad review and Paul Cerrone, how dare you shit on everybody but me on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> These are my friends, you asshole. <laughs> no, that's that's man, all I that's all I got to say. Yeah, I, I, I mean I technically guess. only one of us is a soy boy. So Oh, that's yeah, that's Jacob. Yeah, Jacob so he's only really boy. talking to Jacob. Is that because I'm vegan? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll take Shut it. Shut up, soy boy. Before <laughs> I mute you. But yeah, he, he's, he's, he, we, we had a uh, we had a, a all lives matter dork get mad at us in, in the Facebook comments. And uh, uh, Paul, I hope you have COVID. Uh, let's let's. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, uh, you know what, Paul? Hey, if you're listening right now, you're listening right now. So thanks. I, I think I said Facebook you. comments. This is this is it, it was on the Apple Podcast ratings. <laughs> yeah. No. So why you at it? Review us. Leaving that review <laughs> helped us get more attention. So I appreciate that. Thank you. I think my comment about putting on a dress and beating Ben Shapiro's ass <laughs> triggered him somehow. <laughs> 
anyway, as I'm speaking of podcasts, with, uh, his, you have to pay for his podcast. Ben Shapiro. Yes. I knew it's there capitalism. were people. I knew there were people out there with like strange right wing point of views. But until the Trump thing, I didn't realize that there were extremely outrageous people uh, with these views. Same here. I knew there were Christians and I knew they believed in stuff and God. And I knew that some of them twisted the story a little bit. Uh, but Kirk Cameron has shown me that there is like an alpha level that, that most, most cannot reach. I, I don't even, this, this but it's not be, even that dogmatic. It's fr- frankly, I didn't think this was that egregious. No, like, there's, that's there's the Christians pro- that say that dinosaurs never existed. Dude, like- that's that's <laughs> the whole. To me, that is the most. That's the crux of this whole movie. Is I went in when we first watched this, Jacob. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Kirk Cameron is gonna fucking rip into us soy boys and us fucking happy holidays type people who yeah. don't who take the Christ out of Christmas. Yeah. And that is not this movie at all. No, no, you no. would think that Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas would target the secular world for taking Jesus out. But no, he's pissed off that his Christian brother-in-law is upset that Christmas is too commercialized. Yeah. And he's here to fucking JFK Oliver Stone his way through the Christmas story to prove that everything that we do in America on Christmas belongs to Jesus. Yeah, he's not mad at atheists. No! He's mad at, he's yeah. mad at boner kills. Like, he's, that's all it is. He's, yeah. he's mad at boner kills, but he's also mad it like Christians who are trying to like take take it away from just Amer- the Ameri- That's what I'm saying. You know, it's a boner the kill. Of, yeah, the marriage of Christianity with American capitalism. Anyone who tries to take that bond, Kirk Cameron's like, "Fuck you! They belong together." Yeah, as this. Jesus is a capitalist and not, you know, some sort of socialist. And, 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 and you know, like it really kind of. The movie, movie didn't really talk about it. Jesus for much of anything. No, it, no, it, it, he says take away baby Jesus. Like, let's just leave the take blanket. Him out. Like, like the blanket. The We're here to talk story. about the swaddling cloth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm in blankets, dog. <laughs> I mean, I I Here, here's the thing with this with this fucking movie. Like uh, my buddy that works with me, I made uh, I made him. I'm his boss, so I was like, "You're gonna fucking come watch this movie with me today." Oh, really? I'll pay you today? Yes. Yes. And uh, I, yeah, you, you know, I really had to twist his fucking arm too. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> as soon as he got all that out of the way at the front of it, I just looked at him and I was like, "He ain't mad at us. Like he's <laughs> not mad at us. <laughs> like, he don't want the thing is <laughs> to jump somebody's else's ass. You got like, nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, so we. So we could just leave. <laughs> you sent me an article. That's you sent me an article uh, that I, I read the whole thing, and yeah. uh, that guy. It says in there that Kirk Cameron, in an interview for this, said that atheists will watch this movie and like it will it will what test their beliefs or something like that. It will. No, he said that it would. Uh, it it would like vaporize all their all their shit that they use against Christians. Of. of meaning the that it's a pagan holiday like you shouldn't even be believing in it and all this other stuff like it like it's just going to obliterate our arguments it's and I was it, just doesn't, like, I, it doesn't it obliterate it doesn't it obliterate any argument made by the movie itself it reaffirms the failed at everything it tries to do yeah um, and because it's written to succeed the 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 dumb brother-in-law instead of logically going like okay you can say that now but like the whole point was that it was like a 
the Christmas tree was part of these old other religious festivals. No, he just goes, duh, wow, I never thought about it that way. That's awesome, Kirk Cameron. Thank you. It's, it's a propaganda m- movie, and that's all it is. It's, right? <laughs> right wingers. Like, this but is the kind it of doesn't even would... feel right wing so much. Look, I mean, it, in it, its a, this in is its the type staunch... of movie that this church that I went to would have played at the, they would have played this on the big screen and had all the kids there in their pajamas yeah, and their hot chocolate. And they would have gone, you know what? Kirk Cameron's right. It just inflates his own ego. It's like he wrote this in his sleep. To be fair, if if this were played to mega churches all over the world and everyone saw it, I mean, that's good news for anybody who works secular retail because they've taken the target off of your back and put it on <laughs> your Christian brother who's tired of the religion not really being about Jesus and more about all these presents and shopping and shit. Fuck you with your Jesus nonsense. Look at the cloth, you idiot. <laughs> Look at the cloth. Look at the cloth. Uh, you're not talking, Andrew. Yeah, I was gonna say, I D- dude. Andrew that's why I I've been trying to talk for like a minute, and I thought these guys are just fucking not letting me talk at all. I wow. was just silent. I was just silent the whole time. I kept going. No. To be fair, though. To be fair, though. <laughs> to be fair, though. And then you guys just kept going like I wasn't saying shit. You're getting it's railroaded. Cause, yeah, it's because I was silenced. My yeah. bad. But to be fair. <laughs> The uh, the you know, Christians don't even realize that Christmas is a pagan holiday. Those guys are fucking obnoxious, too. Oh, they're they're super obnoxious, which is why it's like such a weird choice of an easy target, yeah, to take for this movie. Like, I really thought Kirk Cameron had the balls to like really take it to the, the secular culture of America, but it's he invents a Christian that I don't know exists because this brother in law doesn't. This he felt like I looked it up. Yeah, he's a Grinch, like a he 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 uh, he tells the story of seeing a mom and a child with a child wanting presents, like it's a damn Nam flashback. It's like <laughs> I've never met anybody who's that that grumpy about Chris. I mean, I am, but like on behalf of Jesus, he was really mad on behalf of Jesus. Yeah. And it was yeah. Like, he was on Jesus' side. He was like, man, I really love Jesus. And Kirk Cameron's like, you idiot. Look at it. Look what at you it. should love what is you presents and ornaments. He's not that jolly about it. No. Like, he's almost in the dude's face like, I will cut your fucking throat yeah. if you fucking well, say anything <laughs> sideways about Christmas again. You understand me? <laughs> you know what's funny is that this movie's rated PG for foul language and violence. I was going to bring and, that up. Yeah. What's the foul like, language? I, I don't I don't know if I caught it. Maybe it was the Fox News. I didn't hear any foul language. Know. I was listening. Yeah. Yeah. Violence, yeah. yes. I, I can tell you exactly. He threatens violence, he threatens it, violence before he even uh, goes and sees the brother-in-law. He's like, you want me to go rough him up outside? You want me to like, oh, beat yeah. him up? Oh, what, you mean you mean when he's yeah. flirting with his sister in that scene? That was one of my. That was my first note. Was uh, he would he he's like, uh, where's he at? He's like, oh, he's out here. He's like, do I need to go rough him up? He's been treating you bad. She's like, no, he just he's just not into Christmas this year. He would have rather him. Legs. He would have rather treating his sister bad than what he ended up finding out about this guy. Yeah. He's like, I will fucking kill him. He does not. <laughs> he does not fucking. Like Christmas, so and then there's guys, some dark, ominous music with like kid dancing in slow motion. <laughs> right after yeah. that scene, there was there's some weird shit in this movie. Like, and it, well, I knew, I believe, 
we were eventually going to get to it. I know that was the understatement of the century, but we were eventually going to get to it. But how about his sister, that like stupid ass look she has on her face for like five straight minutes of this movie where they just keep cutting back to her. And she's like, <laughs> I, I wanted to take it from that article that Dusty shared when they called it the slow-mo sister moment yeah, in which yeah. they obviously had 20 seconds of film that they had to stretch out to five minutes. Yeah. So I, I noted that, we're not to skip ahead, but he does a lot of things between when she first blinks her eyes to by the time she finally gets out of the kitchen. He takes photos, dances, crashes into shit. There. She's just like oh. he even stares at a tree and stares at an activity scene for a good three or four minutes. <sighs> okay. Cameron comes in to pose with the pictures. It then goes back and stands outside in the snow, outside the door. Yeah. In this in this time, she's walking around the counter. <laughs> Just for my own brain and for the sake of our audience, I'm going to give a quick, very quick rundown of the plot of this movie. Yeah, so at Kirk Cameron's house, it's a giant Christmas celebration, and Kirk Cameron's weird sister has a husband who's actually the writer and director of this movie. Um, yeah. not we'll get really, back to him, by the way. Not really his brother-in-law. Just he's noodles from brother. The Offspring, by the way. <laughs> he, he, he's not, though, is he? No. I'm going to refer to him as noodles the rest Noodles of the night, from The right? Offspring, because yeah. that's, that's pitch perfect right yeah. there. Um, okay, so, well, noodles, right? <laughs> brother-in-law is noodles. Noodles is sitting out in his car because he's grumpy about Christmas. And Kirk Cameron goes, well... That won't stand, so let me insert myself into this. He doesn't knock on the door. He just opens the door and sits down, which, listen, I'm just going to say this because I respect a lot of things about Christianity. Sometimes, you know, I was a Christian myself for a lot of years. I'm very interested in its roots and the Jesus roots of it all. But um, we all know that there is a very type of smug pushy Christian who is like Kirk Cameron who doesn't respect your boundaries and like doesn't respect your mental health and just thinks that they have the answer and can just step in. That's exactly what Kirk Cameron God will fix it. God will fix it. And really what he means is I'll fix it by telling you God will fix it so mm -hmm. I can get a little bit of the credit. Um, it's an so, ego thing for sure. Yeah, it's an ego thing. So he, he goes in the car and he's like, hey, noodles, what the fuck, man? Sister's uh, Christmas party is popping and you're over here in the sitting in here and there's a lot of terrible half improvised i was gonna say half improvised dialogue but no i think it's written dialogue that they're trying to make sound improvised so it just is very terrible um anyway terrible. the man in the car is just like well noodles is like well uh christmas i'm really into jesus christ and i, I every christmas i see it everybody's just about shopping and buying things and trees and Santa, and I'm just like, how does that glorify God? And Kirk Cameron's like, okay, well, first off, you're wrong, you're fucking stupid, and you're fucking wrong. And let me tell you how. And so the movie is probably Cameron. gay. Yeah, he's probably gay too. Yeah. And uh, so during the movie, now is when the movie really kicks off. This whole movie takes place in a minivan, really. It starts um, with like so, a 30 minute monologue by Kirk Cameron about Yeah, and we're going to get into what it's he's really talking about. We're going to get into it in a minute. Um, and so then he tells the story of, of baby Jesus and we'll talk about that. And he's like, baby Jesus will explain how, uh, I forgot. Okay. Well, we're going to come back to that. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> I forgot what that something about well, a tree. I think, about I think baby Jesus justifies Christmas trees. It was the, then he's talking about the globe. We'll get, we'll, we'll, we yeah. were, we're going to dissect these one by one. I'm just trying to get the bullet points for the fans yeah, yeah, yeah. out there. So the second one is Saint Santa is Christian, and then well, the, the third, third one. The second one is a tree. 
Yeah, oh, the, the second, second was, was the, tree. the tree. Okay, so it's baby Jesus means something. Right, uh, swaddling cloth is something. Uh, dead um, baby. Dead babies um, dead baby. born to die. Uh, yeah. Second, we're going to show Christmas trees are Christian. And then third, we're going to show Santa's Christian. Yeah. And then Noodles is going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then he's going to run in and say, hey, everybody, I'm so sorry for being so Jesus-centric at our Christmas party. It's the <laughs> best thing ever. I think buying presents is the best thing ever. And yeah. then they Cat all movie. dance for 20 minutes. The end. Yeah. Okay, now we can get into this movie. They dance for 20 minutes just so the the film uh, qualifies for the Screen Actors Guild and gets yep. over 75 minutes. This isn't a movie. This is not a movie. It's not this, a movie. Not it's an infomercial. This is where, because <laughs> yeah, most of the time I, I did, like you guys say, is it really a movie or does it really have a story when it's like, yeah, it's shitty, but it's there. But in this one, it's like, uh, yeah, this kind of isn't a movie because they clearly lengthened this movie in order to be able to actually call it a movie. Like, they did a lot of and and, and the the article. He's a that, master of disguise. The, that's the why article, we got the slow motion sister walking around the. And well, that's why I noticed it with the dance montage when the yeah. dancing thing was happening. I was like, oh, they did this for. And then I I remember I think you guys have mentioned it before that a movie has to be over X amount of time to be considered like eighty minutes, eighty two minutes. It's seventy five like minutes. I looked it up. Okay. And this movie and just outtakes at the end. Yeah. So this movie just barely makes it over that edge. Thank because God. it's got Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Did you just say thank God? Maybe the, the movie works then. Bye. <laughs> so did you guys know that Noodles, who uh who directed this movie, uh directs music videos? No. Were they offspring music videos? He directed a couple AFI videos. What? And listen to listen to this. He listened to an all he did an all that remains video, an as Wait. I lay dying video, and a Treyu video. It can't be the same guy. I don't. He believe. did the Blink One Eighty Two Damn It video. What? He also did Josie and Eminem's um, by Blink One Eighty Two. What? He did a Brian Posehn video. He did two Buck Cherry videos. Um, he did uh, a Deftones video for Hexagram. What? He did. <gasps> he did uh, the, the "I'm Yours" by Jason Mraz. <laughs> he did that video. I'm skipping a lot of videos, by the way. This he's, this guy is prolific. Uh, he did. How does Jimmy, he know Kirk Cameron? He did a Jimmy World video, two MXPX videos. Uh, four in did a lot of Christian. Videos. He did a lot of Christian okay. bands. Videos. He did uh, Face Face by Norma Jean. He did that that video. Uh, Pennywise Shine Down, which is a Christmas Christian band. Um, <laughs> the, the Supertones was a Christian ska band, which they're they're actually pretty badass. Uh, yeah, Supertones. Super, they were the, also called Supertones OC sometimes. It's the, the OC, OC Supertones. Supertones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what the first song I ever covered in a band was by them. Was it Supertones Strike Back? Because that's their best. Yes, song. that song yes, is the it shit. Was. It's a really good song. <laughs> Never uh, heard. He did, he did two Uncle Cracker videos, uh, and he did like a bunch of Zach Brown band videos. Oh, so he was a converted Christian. He wasn't a Christian during those times. I was going to say, he has to be like a converted guy. Like, and yeah. that makes sense for him to be down to play the super ignorant, uh, the fucking mush for brains, asshole noodles in this, in this movie, because he's a, he's a probably at that point, a newly converted Christian, 
um, who probably really looked up to Kirk Cameron um, hilariously. Actually, no, I skipped one. I skipped the funniest one. He did a Cottonmouth Kings video. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I started reading it and I was like, he did the damn it video? And I kept wow. looking at it. Like, no, that's, that's actually a pretty impressive list. I mean, if you introduced me to a guy and said, hey, this guy did all these videos, I'd be like, hey, that's awesome, dude. Uh, this guy must work in anything. What? I do looks, not. Be- he looks familiar as shit. He looks or like he could have been in that Blink One Eighty Two uh, documentary what's, video what's thing that we used to have. Darren Doan. Maybe. Oh, no. I actually I wanted to bring this up as well. He did Jacob. Uh, he, he did, did a vi- me. He did. Yeah, yeah, right in the butt. <laughs> oh wow. Um, he, he did. He, he did a video um, for a band, a Christian band called Audio Adrenaline. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> There was this song called Get Down. Um, I get down. He lifts me up. I get down. So our sister Amy is in that music video. That's the one she's in? Yeah. Holy and he shit. directed so she, it. She, Holy been, she knows this guy. She probably met this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And she Holy was like in with the crew and like knew the people who were making this shit. So our sister Amy probably like hung out, straight up hung out with the fucking noodles in this movie. Wow. Yeah. I almost wanted. It's <laughs> a small to, world. I, I knew they probably A, didn't have access to Amazon Prime and B, wouldn't want to watch this, but I wanted to send this to my sister and her husband. Because no, don't do it's that. It's on YouTube. That would have been, that been, like been, been like a horrible insult. Like she, they would have known that you were insulting her. I'm not. No, no. It. It. I. What if she? What if wow, she sent you like the worst vegan movie? Well, what if she? Like a horseshit, like really bad logic vegan movie. It was like explain this asshole. Like what? What would you think? I'd watch it and I'd explain it. You know. Yeah, but you would still be like, it, it's it's just a really bad way to enter a conversation. <laughs> I don't. Hey, I I wear my shit with pride, just like she does. That's why I was thinking it'd be fine. But this, because, like, this, I don't this, think this, this is movie. What, this, this is not what she believes because yeah. this is all bullshit. Yeah. And I would love to hear somebody that is in this shit like hard to, to see the, the opinion of this guy. Also, my sister and I watched Kurt Cameron in Growing Pains as kids. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love to see her reaction to this. I, I'd love to Michael know. Michael Seaver. I'd love to know if she thinks Kurt Cameron's absolutely insane like I do. He's, He's a fucking dude. He looks like the face he makes when he's in that car like he gets in the car the dude gives him the smile yeah the dude gives him the straight the straight you know he's like i I don't like any of this that fucking face right before he says you're wrong yeah yeah and the and the fucking smug little smirk yeah like i'm serious i think like being married to this guy behind closed doors pure rage some terrible pure rage what do you think his sex life's like do you think it's I think, think it's like him telling her exactly what to do and that's what Jesus would want. Do you think it's like like Ned Flanders where it's just for procreation and they feel bad if they like even enjoy it a little bit? Or Did do you see you, how many kids he's got? Do you think he's like whipping her and like and like holding her down and like putting no, a leash on her? I don't her think he's shit? I don't think he's doing he that. He got her, his he got his uh, let her say no. We're gonna get to talk she's about this next week. Missionary. He got, he got his um uh, the a lady who starred in Karate Christmas Miracle, which we'll be doing next week, uh, he got uh, a co-star from Growing Pains fired because he found out she had been in Playboy. 
Right, right. So he's that, so he that's was like that's the that's because he was a, that was when he was a teenager. That is because that was after he jerked off to those pictures. How do you yeah. know? Is that part of the story? Well, I didn't read that's that. That's what happens. Yeah. Are you yeah. just so when, are you just projecting your own experiences? Yeah. When, 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 when he called the growing pains people, he still had the imprint from the belt around his neck when he. Yeah. Exactly. Like the those uh the look that he's giving him in the car, that fireproof movie that one of y'all's friends commented on a uh, one of your posts about this. That's that's him through that whole movie, like. You, it's just you. It just totally comes off. He beats the shit out of his wife. Yeah. Like at the end of this movie, when he says he's, uh, he's like, "What do you, what do your kids do on Christmas?" And he's like, "Well, I'll tell you what they do. They stand at the top of the stairs till me and the wife get the tree all ready, and then we tell them they can come down." Yeah, I'm like yeah, I exactly. bet. It, I, I bet it actually happens just like that. Just a little bit more violence. Behind the scenes, he's, he's, he's like, they're, they're getting implied everything violence. ready, and the kid walks down a little yeah. early, and he's like, you, I "He just smashes you everything under the tree." Oh, yeah. Cameron's got like a Cameron's got a Christmas belt with a bell on the end of it. <laughs> I, I can imagine he's like the kind of dad that can easily like kneel down and like say some like fucking some cold horrible shit. cold shit to his kid, and then yeah. get right back up with a smile and like. That's what it looks like. Yeah. That's what he's doing to this guy in this van. Mm-hmm. He's saying that he's saying he's being like, You're wrong. And let me tell you why. <laughs> he's waterboarding <laughs> him. Like, oh. He's totally waterboarding him. Exactly. With, with Christianity. With fake Christianity. It's like his own made up what he has to tell himself to sleep at night. Like this is what Kirk Cameron does in this movie. He's like, Oh, I've got to justify commercialism. So let me figure out how that fits in. Trees, yeah, the, Jesus hung the, on a tree. Is the point of that is is justifying commercialism? I don't even understand what the point of that is. Like, I feel like the point is well because he. I'm guessing Kirk Cameron subscribes to a mega church type of strain of Christianity and money, mega church money, money, money. Mega churches are just like, hey. Prosperity they're, gospel. They're, they kind of yeah. like, yeah, the prosperity gospel just kind of stopped saying there was uh, a difference between Christianity and capitalism and started saying, no, this is part of religion. And if you think about it in terms of history, it makes sense. That's what religion is. Religion isn't just uh, uh, your people's set of supernatural beliefs. And I'm saying that not in an insulting way, just what not of the natural world. There's supernatural beliefs, whoever, whatever religion you are. It's not just those beliefs, but it's also those beliefs tied in with the sets of ever-changing cultural customs within a group of people. And so it's just kind of like, like Hinduism isn't just about the belief in God. It's also about Indian culture way of life weaved in it. And so that's what Christianity has become in America, really, because when the evangelicals and the Republicans kind of like, got in bed with each other with Ronald Reagan. Sorry, soy boy alert, soy boy yeah. alert. Um, <laughs> they, they, they did, but, but here's the thing. Regardless of your religious beliefs, if you can 
be respectful of religion and try to look at it objectively. That forever changed Christianity in America to a degree. It split off into a different kind of American-centric Christianity. It was politically Southern, brilliant. By yes. Oh, yeah, it's it's fascinating to to you know look at. It's scary to have to live through and sucks to have to be a part of it just because I don't want any one person – I don't want any – any group of people um, with any religious beliefs to be a sole factor in deciding on how I can. Yeah. It's an us versus them. And and what's funny is that it doesn't even match the text. It literally, Jesus says the root of all evil is money. He literally says it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go to heaven. Yet this movie is all about, you know, let's celebrate riches. Like it just um, it, it completely counterintuitive. That that whole thing in a weird way, I'm I guess I'm an atheist. I'm kind of like I, I would never be so ballsy as to say I know exactly what, what's up. All I can say is like I don't know and I don't subscribe to any particular set of books, all right? <laughs> I you're, think they're all I'm agnostic myself. Yeah, pretty firm agnostic, but I guess but I, I default in a way as an atheist in that I don't play Pascal's wager. I don't say, well, I don't know, so I'm going to do it anyway because of a fear. I'm just like, I don't know, and I, I haven't seen anything that really is going to make me do a particular thing that's not within my nature. You're going with gun to your head. Like, a gun to my head, if I had to guess and get it right, I'd probably say nothing happens. Or, like, I'd probably that's, say it's that's, just... That's, yeah. that's my gun to my head guess. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily want that, and I'm very... Me neither. It's miserable. I actually, you know, yeah, it is kind of you know what it is, it's, it's it's fucking terrible. Let me make it feel better yeah, for you. Is. Let me make it feel better. 2,000 years ago, let's flash forward. I'm going to be Kirk Cameron now. 2,000 years ago, a cloud shows up over overseas or whatever, and an alien comes down. You know how alien, or, you know, angels are described in the Bible as having, like, all these eyes and oh, all dude, these I've crazy seen stuff. Some people draw, like, some drawings of, like, actual angels. They're trippy, dude. It sounds the like actual aliens. real life what, what they what, look what, like angels. <laughs> yeah, but well, but you know, as they're they described in the book, yeah, not yeah, as in yeah, our yeah, films yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and the and the alien had some technology and was like, "Look, lady, I'm gonna put a baby inside of you, and that baby's gonna be like part my DNA, and people are gonna be really freaked out." So whatever. And so he does this <laughs> alien thing. And then your she's Bible like, was less convincing. Jesus. It was verbatim. <laughs> no, listen, listen, I'm writing this down for everybody to know. I, honestly, I'm just saying in this podcast so that in like 50 years, I'm going to hear it repeated mm-hmm. in some mainstream media and be like, Whoa, <laughs> I wrote that. But no, like think about it. Alien Jesus. Go with it. It makes way more sense if you think of him as being an alien because he disappears. They don't find the body. Okay, he went back to heaven. Space. It makes it, it, it's more feasible, but it's still like we. Not quite it, as it's not. As it's not responsible. It's not responsible to be like that's the truth. I saw a documentary no. that said that that the Easter thing and the resurrection was actually added to the Bible hundreds of years after it was written. Uh, because the uh, the new Christians they liked the story, but they didn't like the ending. And well, you have to also, understand. Also, to understand. I was, I was just going to mention real quick. I looked it up earlier. Also, in paganism, worshipped the winter solstice around Christmas time, but Christians are the ones that turned it into Christmas around eighteen hundred. Yeah, I don't care. Like it, it, I, Christmas is what you think Christmas is, and and 
with with when uh, a lot of people go into the you know uh, things were added to the Bible, things were taken away from the Bible. Anytime a new chapter was written, literally something was added to the Bible. So like that doesn't refute anything that Christians say, and the, and they all and their their point is. If it is added to the Bible, then it was God's will for it to be added to the Bible, period. But who made it God's will? And I've always had a problem with this text because originally the I'm Bible just saying was it doesn't, it doesn't, I'm just, I'm just saying it doesn't show a hole in their, in, in what, because the, they, they always accept that. That's part of their story. Go ahead, Juice. Sorry. Oh, I was, no, I was just going to say, because there's this guy that I, I know, he's a preacher in my hometown, and like he's one of these guys that's trying to get abortion criminalized. And like, it's not in there. Like, like the stuff that he says is in the Bible is like, they take one or two sentences and then they build a whole like belief off of those two things. And it's like, this text is not meant for that. It's meant for on a, if anything, an individual that's searching for something might find something internalized, not externalized. And, and, and I think that's the real problem with, Christian, any religion, like literally any religion, is that people have made it so part of what their personality is, or it saved them from some sort of personality defect, that anything that's not that specific version of it is destructive to everybody, because yeah. they themselves have found solace. And it's not... that Kirk Cameron is that in this movie, and it's disturbing, to say the least. He's Al-Qaeda. Yeah, it's, it's he's a, ISIS. Oh, he's <laughs> my bad, G. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, it's. I, I I agree with with everything like that. Like, uh, Kirk Kirk is clearly trying to. And, and Ben, you made some great points as well. Where you guys were talking about, where you were talking about uh, the capitalism and the and the um, the uh, political ties to Christianity. Now, I I saw it as. You know how when you're in an argument with somebody and they make a really good point, so you have to incorporate their point into your argument or you lose pretty much? Yeah. That's kind of how I saw it, where he was like, okay, so I'm not going to change how we celebrate Christmas. So what I need to do is, is teach everybody, and he admits this in the movie, that he is literally trying to make this fit. That this isn't the historical tradition. This is him trying to make things fit. Um, he roundabout admits that later in the movie. And um, so I thought it was a thing where he's like, I can't escape all of these things. I can't escape. So I have to figure out a way like the tree thing is, is it's not like it's in the Bible, but I, I, that's the one thing that I could see as if they want to add that as their tradition. Now that would like, kind of like, it's stupid obviously, but it's, <laughs> I could see how I could see how they yeah but I could see how they could add that to their tradition going forward and and say that this is this is this is uh, uh, Jesus's sacrifice this is the tree the tree that we are able to use you know no 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 that we're gonna eat the fruit from but then we can't give the fruit back and who who else we're not gonna eat the fruit from who else went to uh, why didn't he just like shit at the base of the tree he shit the fruit back out. Anybody? 
I mean, that's not really a no, gift. because I wasn't sitting there going. I wasn't sitting. I wasn't sitting there smugly trying to poke holes in all the horse shit that fucking Kit Kirk Cameron was saying. <laughs> I'm gonna truth bomb. I'm gonna truth bomb him I, back, bro. I would have actually loved this movie if Jacob had been the brother-in-law. Yeah, Jacob is noodles. I want Jacob to be noodles. If you'd been noodles and said shit like, "Why didn't you just take a shit at the base of the yeah. back? Like, Jacob I was Kimtrail's guy. Yeah, he was Kimtrail's guy. I almost took a picture of Kimtrail's guy. Said, "Hey, Jacob's in this movie." Oh, come on, now. come on, <laughs> guys! I have I'm seen like... more things <laughs> that make me think that Kimtrails are a thing than you guys even know about. So, I mean, like... Well, I bet I do. Clouds. Yeah. <laughs> like, what other Jet things? streams from planes. And pictures of tanks and planes. I get it. That, that, that doesn't mean chemtrails are real and they're fucking... But that also doesn't mean that I can't talk shit about Kirk Cameron's ideas about how the reason Jesus was hung <laughs> is because he had to give fruit back. And the only and besides shitting it under the fucking tree, he had to hang himself on a tree for all of us. I just think I just think there's a lot of people who shit on on the leaps made in Christianity who are also astrologists, who are also numerologists, who also believe in chemtrails, who also believe that 9/11 was an inside job, who also believe that this election was rigged, who also believe that vaccines cause autism. All of these things, like people go, oh, oh, that thing that people believe is horseshit. Now let me tell you this horseshit that I believe. And they don't see the thing that they believe is a massive leap when they when when they are calling out and acting like these other people who are making a massive leap are stupid. That's my thing. Is so like you think Kirk Cameron is not stupid? I just don't think he's as he's as I don't think he's as much of an anomaly as is being as is being alleged. I think. 80 percent. I don't know about 80. Maybe nowadays with the Internet. A majority of people believe something as stupid as the shit that Kirk Cameron is saying in this movie. Yeah. I, I think everybody has I, something that they that's believe the thing, in that's though, stupid. I just don't even think that that's the that's what's if so anybody goes like if this. anybody goes like you're acting like that because you're a Leo, that's as stupid as somebody who says that uh that that you know uh, trees are are crosses that we can use now. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm down with that. I, I agree, but but I think there's I think especially with Kirk Cameron, there's something a little more malicious to it. Like there's something he know, with he with knows this, what he's doing makes him money, so he does it. I yeah. think at the at the base want, of all of I think at the base of every horoscope there's that as well. Not the people who believe yeah. the horoscope, not in noodles yeah. horoscope, but yeah. in Kirk Cameron of horoscope there is that as well. Are you a Leo? I am a Leo. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Uh, yeah, because it, actually, Virgos believe in chemtrails. That's in the book. And, and, <laughs> and that's also fucking stupid. I'm a Scorpio, and I'm hella mysterious. <laughs> Wait, <what's laughs> Wait, what is stupid? Uh, what is it's stupid? true. The idea that the that the positions of the planets when we were born decide our personality is stupid. Oh, okay. It doesn't decide your personality. That's the that's the okay. That's the myth. Anybody that's the myth, Andrew. That's, Affect that's our personality. Everybody, everybody thinks that that's what it is, and that it's some base thing. But like my sister and I are both Scorpios, 
And like, I'm serious. This is like, an anecdote. This is an anecdote. And no, you guys no, were, no, no, were raised no. by you guys. I know were, a lot of Scorpios. Let me let me let me be also very, an anecdote. very clear about this. Also an no, anecdote. Okay. It's not. It's it's not. There's a lot of research that goes into this, Andrew. No, there's not. You, yes, there is. Yes, there not is. Scientific research. Hey, I can tell you that it's spiritual research. That's fine. But here's the thing: you are very much in line. If you look up what a Leo does on a basis, I guarantee you, you're going to see something that's of yourself. And if you look at the rest of them, you're going to be like, "Oh wait, those are not really me." Like. It I think just, I think I think almost all of them are really vague and they apply to most people and most people uh, no. assign a lot of things. Oh, yeah. It says I'm smart. I'm smart. Or like, oh, yeah, it says that I'm really hard headed. Oh, Everybody thinks their own shit is hard headed. Was that but, me, Mike, or was it Andrew Mike? It's, it's you. I was at 91 <laughs> when he said that. <laughs> you should look at what Dusty did. He's got his mic on. His I can't platform. clip this one. I can't he, do he, anything with this. No, one. like, like. <laughs> Hang it from your glasses. Like, put it inside your glasses. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me try. Let me try to put it in my glasses. Put it in your mouth. This is really good momentum too, for the. I know. Givens and Jeff right. had a had a long conversation about uh, about uh, subwoofers and uh, and bass CDs in our let's chat. See, let's see. Let, does this does this work? Are you are you? It, it sounds like, it it sound sounds like, like you're across the room now, but it's probably not going to hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too Dude. animated. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that—that's just—that's just how I see it. Like it's—it's—it it is all faith-based. So I'm gonna be the man in the middle between your two uh, opposing Fulgrim. viewpoints. I'm starting with the man. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not a Michael Jackson. That's, a one, a one, two, that's man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I kind of like tarot cards. Um, I have some tarot cards and, um, but I do not believe that they are supernatural or decide or can reveal any future to me. Um, I approach them the, the way Carl Jung does in which, uh, looking at them as archetypes and the human mind often can, uh, choose its identity via archetypes. And, uh, I think that's all. If you don't, you can take, you can do, that's why I think horoscopes, I, that's why I think Juice is right, because I look at my, my star sign, I'm like, yeah, dude, I really do identify with a lot of the prevailing traits on that, but I also think you're 100% right, and that, Andrew, the stu- the, 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 the alignments of the planets don't matter one diddly squat, but if you lived a life of a certain type um, in which, I, you know, you can look at something like that and you see bits of yourself in it. And if you can do it harmlessly, cool. That's why I'm not that big of an opponent. That's to my it. overall point. Be, do your thing. Be, it's cool. Do your thing. Um, I Just don't, don't act like other people are stupid for doing their thing. That's my point. True. No. Yes. Is if you're going to believe in any of these things, don't act like anybody else is stupid for Like I, I, I talked to a Christian one time who was like making fun of Mormonism and how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And I was like, man, if anybody should understand why somebody would believe something without proof or that, uh, that, is, that other people think is ridiculous, it should be you. Because, And I'm not saying that Christianity is any more ridiculous than any other things, but it is faith-based. And it, is, and it can be obviously seen as ridiculous by other people. So, like, there's a lot of people who believe something that can easily be construed as ridiculous 
that I believe like I, 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 I went hard on, on horoscopes. I think it's ridiculous, but I don't, I don't think that you guys are stupid for thinking that there's any merit to them. And I don't think anybody else should. I don't think anybody else, but if you believe in horoscopes, you can't call Christianity fucking stupid and ridiculous. If you believe in any of those two things, you can't call numerology ridiculous or any of those other things. Like you can, I guess you can call it ridiculous, but you can't like personally judge the people who believe those things because it's this. You have to admit that you have your own ridiculous. It's a very similar thought process that that leads to That's the thing about faith. Faith faith in, in of itself is a lot of it's indoctrinated. Let, let's be real. Like somebody that you trusted brought you into the fold. And once, once you're there, you're sold on that based on that trust. And, and, you, don't, and you don't leave. And that, I want to know who, the person that got Kirk Cameron because they got him deep. Like they, they made this dude. They got him hard. Yeah, they really he Guantanamo, did. Guantanamo Bay. Like, <laughs> yeah, he got that. waterboarded into Christianity. <laughs> yeah. well, he, he claims he was an atheist. And then he was converted. My, I don't actually, know. It was during growing. It had to have been during yeah. growing pains. Yeah. What, what, what funny thing? Uh, head from uh, from corn. Yeah, he had was converted by was converted by a relative of ours, Jacob. <laughs> Did you know that? In Bakersfield, California. All right, Jacob. Jacob's 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 googling <laughs> shit. Uh, Oh, okay. Hank, though, he, he, he went through it. You know, that's the thing that is I'm pretty so common sorry. in any religion. I, I just came back in. I was completely distracted for a moment, and you that was the moment you chose to speak to me. A, a relative of our, a relative of our of our family converted head from uh converted head from corn to Christianity. Right. Yeah, Ron that, yeah. The guy and, that got him into real estate. And uh and he like <laughs> testified to head and turned him turned him into a Christian. And then head was steady, like dressing like Jesus and doing fucking baptisms in his pool in, the, in his backyard and shit. Craziest time to be a corn fan, because like, and the the crazy thing is, is I I'm a I'm a huge fan of like if if I love a band, I'm gonna love them through their whole career, even if their if their shit takes a dip, I'll stick through, I'll stick with you because I want to see that comeback album and all that <laughs> stuff, you know. And corn uh, was definitely one of the craziest journeys being a fan uh be- mainly due to that because like the second head left corn sucked and it was like it was like they made an album they made an album after that and they had to hire like the people that were working with like kelly clarkson and shit to write songs for them because head was gone and and Did he write their songs yeah and well i mean he he was the main like he's the guy that came up with the big riffs and like all that shit like monkey okay would come up you know everybody would play off of head he was of course at a guy named monkey <laughs> yeah he was the well, they all have silly names yeah. <laughs> head and monkey and then john fieldy john head fieldy monkey and drummer john and david and three weirdos <laughs> instead of monkey i could say james but no, people would be like who's that but uh so yeah, they 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 sucked for like three albums, and then he came back, and they were great again. And now nobody care, not as many people care if they're great again or not. But like, since he came back, but David had left the band a while back, and so they still aren't corn. They their new no. their new drummer sounds too. Uh, like he's a great drummer, but like David had this soul to him that this guy can't do like when this guy played, David was raw 
David was raw, and David had a bounce to his playing that that really complemented the way Fieldy played bass and stuff like that. And it's Corncast with Head, heads heads fifty. They're not the That's Beatles. Weird. Head is fifty. Head has only 50. been around for fifty years. Damn, what did <laughs> people get before that? <laughs> Yeah, man. Back then, before that, it was butt, bro. But. Uh, Jonathan Davis is forty nine. I remember when that happened. Like everybody was talking about it, and it was just so crazy. And he, he really went off because he was on. He was way on meth, way on meth hard. And like what, Kirk Cameron's sister. What happens when people get off meth? They go to they Jesus. Love Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, and they're from Bakersfield. Like Bakersfield and Meth go together. Like right. I, I'm, 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 I'm 45 minutes from that city, and uh, it, it's known as the sister city to Boonville, Arkansas, of Meth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's they, they're known for Buck Owens and Meth. Basically, Muskogee's pretty and, methy too. And, I think it's re- pretty American. Andrew, yeah. rehabilitated Meth heads. Sorry, Jonathan what? Davis lives in Buck Owens' studio, and that's where they record now. Yeah, is it at the Crystal Palace? Yeah. Oh, dude! I fucking I I I, I guitar teched at that place. <laughs> Boom! Uh, there you go. I was like, "That's the perfect picture for this discussion," it but yeah, it's all cropped. Re- rehabilitated meth heads are the worst. Uh, in your face, you're wrong. They'll judge you uh, the fastest. Oh my anybody. god, dude! <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You're drinking. You judge me, and I'm having a good day. <laughs> like, are you? You're fucking awesome now? Like, what happened? What Did you, you just drinking? steal, like, eight people's fucking cars? Like, what's going on? Did you just take my copper wires? Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you pulled the copper out of my walls, dog? Yeah, man. I'm, just, bare heads. I'm anointed, yeah. sanctified, talking in tongues, man. Come on. Yeah. What What are you doing? What are you doing drinking caffeine, man? You know that shit will take over your life, right, man? <laughs> Did you give Jesus your teeth? What happened? <laughs> Jesus, oh, take man. the teeth. That's oh, the man. problem right now with Christianity. Like, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, pastors right now who are saying that uh, Donald Trump's the anointed is going to bring the end times, and uh, the a lot of the prosperity pastors. There's actually one in town who's very close to my family. He uh, he's saying that if you give as much money as you can now, all of the money of the wicked, the 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 non-believers, will be going to the believers soon because of because of Donald Trump. Because if you didn't know, you can't serve God and money at the same time. But this, <laughs> but this, but this billionaire is going to save, but huh? Yeah. Tell Kirk Cameron that. Well, yeah, but this billionaire is going to save the world. Um, that's 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 what's happening right now. And and Kirk Cameron, <laughs> I ain't got nothing. So whatever. Yeah. This well, Kirk Cameron <laughs> talked about how. Uh, the materialism in Christianity, I mean, in, in Christmas, is because it is a symbol of, of, of God coming here in the form of Jesus in, a, in the material world. Yeah. Like fucking Madonna and shit. Yeah. Because. Come, come boobies. His birthday. Well, is, is, is Kirk Cameron not him and Ray Comfort and those weirdos? Are they not all considered yeah, they are. gospel? I think so. I, I don't know what Kirk in Cameron's into. I I think he's he's like loaded rich, isn't he? He's oh, into yeah. drugs. He's very obviously into some sort of he's drug. head of Cam Fam Productions. People like, what do you think? He's, so he's is Cam Fam. That's what it was. Yeah, it looks so bad. <laughs> this movie like sex tuppled its money. By the way, like they they, they uh, he put they put five million five hundred thousand dollars into this movie and made two point eight million dollars in the box office. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, Christians don't go see regular movies, so they go see this. I shouldn't say Christians. Evangelicals. Yes. Evangelicals. Were, were, you, were you old enough when Passion of the Christ came out, Andrew, to have any kind of idea of what was going on? I was in church, and my every week my, uh, my pastor would go, you guys see the movie yet? Every single oh, week. I never like, watched it, though. The churches here in town were, were buying up all the tickets everywhere around us and just <laughs> passing them out to people. And then – you know, I've been going to movies for a while, and my wife at the time was mm-hmm. uh, into this shit. Yeah, and it happens. We had, we, 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 we had to go see it. I was too, you know, no A lot no of us shame, were at I one guess. point. I was in it, yeah. um, but we had to go watch this movie, and everybody in the lobby irritated me because it was a bunch of these beehive, <laughs> ankle-fucking-skirted ladies and uh there would be the one that you can tell has never been in a movie theater in her life and she is like track you know like being the fucking traffic coordinator in the theater telling people where they need to go this is this answering questions and shit i'm just like the fuck is going on here and that's kind of what curve cameron feels like to me like he's i don't think he's read the bible ever because that's one of my big problems with this movie for actual Christians is he just makes, he just totally makes shit up. Not that I think all the shit in the Bible is like hard fact, but at least they got something there. You know what I mean? Like they, they have a basis for what they believe. It's something they agree on. Just making shit uh, there's no yeah. truth to anything he said. Yeah, he, I was, about, heard, I was wondering where he going to jump into this. He heard Council of Nicaea, and then he just made up a story to go with it. This sounds like Council of Nicaea. And then he confuses, like, Santa Claus and St. Nicholas to be the same thing. Like, he's just... And the whole, the whole totally story... The whole story of St. Nicholas being defrocked at one point, and mm-hmm. then beating the shit out of people and then getting refrocked. That's all unsubstantiated. I immediately would during this movie, yeah. it was like St. Nicholas, you know what? He is the big, ba- I mean, unless I'm wrong, he seems like he's sort of a basis for maybe not Santa Claus, but like St. Nick, the old jolly Saint. you know, the, the idea of St. Nick, he's partly, he's like, a, he's like a, you know, amalgamation characters in movies that are like a book made yeah. into a movie. Sometimes they can't put all the characters like, well, we've got one person is kind of an amalgamation, Daryl or some shit. You know what I mean from Walking yeah. Dead. Sorry. Anyway, um, <laughs> Saint Nicholas is the man. Well, he did. He he was known for uh, giving gifts. So that's that's true ish. I mean, he's a saint, so that's the problem. That the, the Wikipedia article goes on. It's like, well, all this shit was very unsubstantiated. We actually have sources for at least some of these things. To yeah. say whether or not they're real and really happened, we can't say. We at least have sources that say these things. The shit that Kirk Cameron was talking about, there's no. That's just legend. That's just old legend. So it's like. Well, that article, the Paul, article that fucking, I sent you guys. Paul, who's Paul Bunyan went into the, the forest with Babe the Blue Ox, and that's why we got Hanukkah kids. Like it, it's the same kind of. Thing. He's just pulling. Wait, magic. that's a Hanukkah legend? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. No. 
Did he just close Are we are we fixing the curtain? In the original story, Babe the Blue Ox was a blue donkey, but still, and they were in the middle of the Mediterranean Turkey area. He wore a yarmulke instead of one of those like. Well, the Old Testament they used to sacrifice oxen. So, like, we can Kirk Cameron this Hanukkah shit if you want to. Yeah, man. We We can make it right here. Dave's Hanukkah is what's coming to theaters next year. Um, good. That's what Sticks' babe is about. We can do it. Let's Seth Rogen. Send it to Seth Rogen, yeah. So I guess we can start actually hitting these, but I kind of thought we weren't even going to hit this movie for a second. Um, I I wrote down one of my notes was, I'm going to steer this fucking conversation (laughs) away from it. Like, I wanted to talk about, about anything else. But this movie, I, I'm just exhausted by the yeah. whole like this whole like. These are topic. very these are very quick points. We don't have to d- dwell on too much. You guys do. Uh, I don't want to do it. Like go. Think, <laughs> think of the nativity scene. Um, but it's just a feeding trough in a cave, and he's like, "Yeah, take away the 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 barn and think of a cave." But he never says why. It doesn't say baby yeah. ma- babies weren't in ca- <laughs> like like. People just didn't have a cave everywhere they went to pe- keep their donkeys and shit in. Most people had barns. Like, why would it be a cave? He's just asserting that it is a cave for no for no it's reason. Because they had the props. They had a prop. They had, a cave yeah, they did have the props. Yeah, that's exactly right. They had Kirk Cameron got the set. And he was like, "This cave is dope," and they're like, "Cool, this is all we got." He's like, "But we need a nativity scene." They're like. We're going to do it in the cave. He's like, you know what? This is in the spirit of the movie. I'll make this work. I will make this work. He had work. about this much hay. He had about this, like, just a little Yeah, bit there was a very, very small amount of hay. Very small amount of hay. He also yeah. said that the Templar were killing babies because G- because they, they were trying to kill Jesus. But I don't think he said the Templar because those didn't exist. Maybe when the Templar, whatever it was. It was soldiers, the Freemasons. These soldiers... We're coming it to kill Jesus anyway. Shriners. That article. <laughs> Herod soldiers is Herod what he was talking about. Okay, thank you. Uh, but he, uh, that article also reveals that uh, those guys didn't come until two years after Jesus was born uh, because they heard about this Jesus fellow that might be God's son. And they were killing all the two-year-old children. Well, that's when he would have been born. That's that's where a, a thing you have to know about the Bible if you're going to read the Bible is it likes to contradict itself. It likes to give you one Ten Commandments over here and give you a totally completely list of different Ten Commandments over here. And we also get two nativity tellings in the Bible in Luke and Matthew. So but. I like the Willow story better. Uh, the baby, you know? <laughs> but uh yeah the swaddling cloth i i i got a quote what uh, was that what was that real quick could somebody remind me because i did not write it down what does the swaddling cloth reaffirm in modern christmas so he died wrapping he, paper he, uh is it really <laughs> that would have been better that would- that would have been better. What was it? What was the thing? It was the it was the it was the reminding you that Jesus was coming to die for your sins. Yeah, because, because he was wrapped it, in the cloth when he died as well. Yeah, yeah. Quote about what, what it. What does that cloth have? To, cloth couldn't hold death. Oh wait, because the cloth couldn't hold him. Death can. Death. <laughs> but the cloth yeah. held him just fine. He was in the cloth. And then the no, wrapping the paper was, was left when he descended. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the tra- the shroud of Turin? <laughs> the, the, the burial cloth? cloth. Yes. Okay. The burial, he, he's, 
He's conflating the burial cloth with the swaddling cloth. Well, like, yeah. Also, he said, like, because so. that, yeah, because the baby, he's like, oh, it's the only baby born to die. I was like, come on, man. Technically, all yeah. babies are born to die. Life is a death sentence. We're all guilty. And mortality rate at that time. And world history. That's like that. That's like that fucking picture of the witch's grave I sent you guys. I don't. I don't know if Ben saw my comment under that when he told me it looked like a metal album. Most of those graves are children. <laughs> like it's there's a ridiculous amount of kids out that graveyard. And the lady was like, "A lot of these are babies," and I was like, "Yeah." The world doesn't want you to live. Like, it, yeah. that's just the way it goes. Like, planet Earth wants you dead as soon as fucking possible. Yeah. And no, back in this time, that was a lot easier to accomplish. Fuck yeah, man. Write me some lyrics. Let's get a metal band started. Because the world doesn't want you to live. The world wants you dead as soon as possible. Did you see that, uh, that one that I posted? The, well, I don't the remember which creature it was. Yes, that kid of Metal song, oh, dude. That shit is bomb, dude. Those are good I, riffs. I can't watch Kenneth Copeland videos in in, in, in any context. <laughs> it makes me too sad. Like this movie borders on that shit, and like because I grew up and we've talked about it on the podcast before. I grew up with like Benny Hinn on the TV and shit, and Yikes. that guy that guy's like one of the most notorious terrible grifters in the world, and um and uh, th- th- thankfully I know that. Uh, my mom, when she passed away, she knew that that was a not 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 the business. Um, but uh, so I, it's it's not like it's not like it it was it, it is a mainstay in my in my family life any longer. But uh, seeing people like Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Copeland and Joel Osteen and Creflo Dollar and uh, and uh, Benny Hinn, anybody short of like TD Jakes, Bob Barker. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, Bob Barker's bitch ass. He was he was good in Happy Gilmore though. <laughs> Um, there's, there's, there's certain guys that like, there are pastors who have gotten famous who I trust. Um, not very many of them, but who actually seem like they know what they're like, like, like Billy Graham was a cocksucker in a lot of ways, but he believed what he said. In my opinion, I saw him, I actually saw him preach one time in in Fresno, but, uh, huh? Drink the Kool-Aid. You like him? Yeah, that's what it is. Live. I, I I'm not saying I li- I called him a cocksucker, Jacob. You like? Cocksucker. I mean, but that's most that's most creatures, though. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> that's been that's been kind of a problem. For I'm a not while. saying they I'm buying like the that. guy's books. They don't like that about themselves. It's traditionally <laughs> the people. It's not so much the. Re- I mean, the religion sometimes can be just bad, but um, usually it's just it's a case of who's leading it. Who who are the so-called you know leaders of it? Yeah, and so like, but like. That's that's with Kenneth Copeland. Like, I just can't watch that shit anymore, man. Like, it it makes me so sad. Like Peter Pop, Popov and all that. Like, that's why I, one of the big reasons I love James Randi so much is because he oh, actually gave about the guy with the metal video now that the yeah that's how yeah. this came up. We were talking about the guy with the metal video. Yeah, yeah. So you know his name. You kept talking. You said Kenneth Copeland. I didn't know who that was. Um, yeah. He's got that- the face of like a bratty seven-year-old, but like he, it, it's really <laughs> weird, man. He looks like, like a, he looks kind of demonic. Like yeah. he has just a scary face. Yeah. Oh, you know who he reminds me of the pre- the, Jobs too. the preacher from uh, Exor- uh not Exorcist, uh, Poltergeist Fort Three, Poltergeist Three. Remember the old preacher guy? 
come up to the door. There's, like, a, ah, your there's, a, <laughs> there's a meme of like <laughs> his face next to uh, next to uh, what's that guy's name? The bad guy in um, the mask. The that's what his face looks the like. The guy when he has the mask oh, on. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the bad guy, Dorian. Dorian. Yeah, thank you. I don't know why I remembered that guy's name. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> those, those 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 weird preachers like that they all have this certain deadness to their eyes he does look like, like dorian from like, the mask like, holy he, shit he, he has he has the same fucking no blinking freakish gaze that uh don hutchins from fort smith has yeah like when he looks in the camera and he's just like <laughs> he does sorry that uh, <laughs> no, that metal video is hilarious though. Whoever did that's really talented. I saw a few seconds of it. It's really good, like how they lined it up for sure. But I just yeah. cannot, like, I get the fuck out of there it's, as soon as it's I a see good it. song. I've had that song like stuck in my head for like two days. Like I demand, I demand, I demand. That's like me getting fucking Ezekiel's wheels stuck in my head. I, yeah. Yeah. Not, well, that's a better song than Ezekiel's wheels, probably, but. Uh, it depends on what you seem to really get something out of Ezekiel. You know what? I think I actually I keep saying that, but I I honestly think it might be a good song. (laughs) No, I listen to it. It's like structural. Okay, it's in a genre that I hate, which is kind of it's butt rock. But it's it's like like, it's 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 well it's decently written butt rock and. His voice goes really well with butt rock versus angelic to the core dance. Can you tell shit. how I said like the the like Corey didn't write Ezekiel's wheels, and the reason that I think that is because the person who wrote Ezekiel's Ezekiel's wheels did not write fucking uh, uh, Ascension Millennium. The guy, the person who did not write fucking what's the song that we played? Okay, today? we we're gonna have Love to save lies. this for the Patreon because yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like this is all Patreon stuff. I think we're all about ready to quit on this Kirk Cameron show. Oh, we didn't mention we gotta we gotta talk about the trees and when you, oh, we yeah. talked about the trees. <laughs> oh, listen, I want I, I wrote this verbatim. Okay, so when you walk into a Christmas tree lot, I want you to see hundreds of crosses that will never be used. Because of Jesus's finished work, he paid the price that we could never have paid. He took the curse that was rightly ours. He reconciled to God. He is the light of the world that has pierced the darkness. Well, okay, first off, first thing, point one, sorry. Got to ask because I didn't want to interrupt you. All the crosses that weren't used, it's not like Rome stopped crucifying people after that. That was a practice well well long into it. Lots of people got crucified after Jesus. Well, it's also a weird way to view trees as unused crosses. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you do other things with trees. Huh? Every tree is just a potential cross. <laughs> yeah, like, that, says, that says a lot about your inner psyche when you're less like, Man, that could have been a cross, huh? Think about a pine casket when you see that Christmas tree. God, that could have been a cross, huh? Every These time poor I- children. <laughs> This is the kind of thing, though, that, like, confuses me. When people talk about Jesus died for our sins, this is also a quote. To offer up his body as bread for the hungry. I don't know what the fuck that means. And to shed his well, blood. Communion. Communion. Are you yeah, this, communion? The, the, Jacob, this, this is the thing. You don't know what the fuck that means because you haven't read the book, Jacob. I tried so, to. I got a few pages in. Maybe. 
but like that's the thing like it, it's it's like it's like it's like me going einstein said e equals mc squared i don't know what the fuck that means what's m what am i squaring why, why is there a square involved in this like it's it's like you didn't read the book so you don't you're not going to understand what the allegories in the book are it doesn't make any sense i tried <laughs> Uh, it does. <laughs> let, let, let me make it make sense. <laughs> What's the, the deal with all does. these books? Yeah. Jacob even bought me a, like a Bible for dummies, and I I didn't read. I, like, she I got, crossed out dummies and wrote Jacobs. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, I make it real easy for you. When Jesus, right before he died, he had a last supper, and back then, bread and wine was the supper. And so, when he was talking to his people, he was saying, "Hey, y'all gonna have to talk about me because I'm about to be dead." So he broke this bread and he's like, this is the body because they believe that he was the word of God. So they were going to have to speak the word of his body after he was gone. So it was a symbolic gesture. I'm going to eat this bread. This bread is not like actual flesh, but it's, it's words. It's yeah, it's not like, bro, you're eating my dick right now, bro. It's, it's <laughs> except, like, except Catholics, though, do believe. It's, that's some weird talking shit. Man. Yeah, Literal. but fuck them. I'm just kidding. Fucking weirdo. Bunch, bunch <laughs> of goddamn diddlers. <laughs> if his blood covers the sins of the guilty, we all still sin, and we all still go to hell if we sin and don't ask. You don't go to hell for sin. You go, for, you go, to, you go, to, go to hell for not being washed in the blood. Yeah, gotta get That's that blood on you, dude. Hey, Jacob, you haven't read the book, Jacob. You gotta get that blood all over you. <laughs> so you're yeah. not gonna poke holes in a book you've never read. It's like the, the fucking people. Version. It's like the fucking people who ignore people in climate science and go like, "It was fucking, it was snowing today." Aren't they stupid? And it's like, bro, you haven't <laughs> read the book, bro. A fucking book that's not real. I know, but I'm just that, saying it's it's the same idea, Jacob. That, yeah, that but you, you can do that with anything, any yeah. any any concept, honestly, it's, any human concept, because we've made it all up. It's like, like me it, saying like, the last <laughs> the last Jedi didn't serve the 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 books of the the early Star Wars books, and and somebody's like, oh yeah, which was your favorite? And I'm like, I haven't read any of them, <laughs> but I know that movie didn't serve the books, man. Like that's what you're doing right now. So, is what I'm saying. So you're lousy with blood, Jacob. You got it? You're just lousy <laughs> with it. You're just rich. <laughs> so you got all Drink that blood on you, and you're feeling so bloody, and you're like, I could do anything right now. That and that's the power be, of blood, man. That would also <laughs> very metal. You, you also forgot the part where I'm living in a world where everybody uh, obeys Star Wars law and, and – looks at that as gospel and believes every word. Yeah, so if, so if I look at the world point, where what? Star Wars law... No, no, I, I get what he's saying. I'm, I, I get what you're saying, Jacob. He's yeah. saying like... Because he's saying the difference is he's critical of religion. However, I now I understand everyone's arguments about why he shouldn't be. What he's saying, <laughs> saying is that he should be allowed to criticize it because his life is affected by it because a lot of people in power over him believe in this thing you can criticize anything you want to that's your right as an American. not with andrew around well you should that, that's just no no what, what i'm saying listen listen i th i think it's i think it's bullshit too i just think if you're gonna nitpick the little things if you have if it has affected you to this degree like if if star wars was ruining the world i'd probably read star wars <laughs> And then build a case against Star Wars. But if, I, if I'm not going to do that, if I'm not going to do that, and I'm, and I'm just going to say that Star Wars shouldn't rule the world, that's fine. But if I go into the minutia 
of these things and I'm going into these little details and being like, well, this doesn't make any goddamn sense when Juice can explain to you in 10 seconds why you were just off in what you assumed in that thing, then maybe you should read the book is what I'm saying. Let me see if I can get it a little this more movie? closer. This movie? Let me see if I can get a little more closer to, to maybe Jacob's understanding. Okay. If if he brought me his vehicle because it was doing something wrong and I was like, man, your water pump's linking. He's like, I don't think it is. You do not know anything about the two things we're discussing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I'm not telling you. You got slapped in the face once for those kind of questionings of, of the uh, <laughs> Christian faiths. Definitely made me want to run away from it than run towards it. And that's a good that's a good reason to call it like to to, to be angry about it. Like I'm not telling yeah, you to yeah. I'm not telling you you should be a believer or even Jacob, like by default. I'm just did, saying Jacob, like did you turn the other cheek? Uh, I mean, it kind of turns when your head goes this way when you get slapped. Was it was it grandma was it grandma Aline? This cheek went this way. Was it grandma Aline? Like um, back and to the left. Was it Alan? Back and to the left. Back and to the left. Back to the Oliver Stone business. Um, also bullshit, by the way. Was it? Was it Alan? It was Kirk Cameron, man. I've actually been slapped by. What are you asking? What are you asking, Andrew? Uh, 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 our, Jacob, our grandmother's name was Aline, correct? Eileen. Yeah, no, it was Al. Well, it was, it was AI. So it was like it, they they said Aline, and in, in, in Arkansas they said Aline. Was it her who slapped you, Jacob? <laughs> That's what I'm no. asking. It was Nancy Weaver who slapped well, Jacob in the she's, face. She slapped him once too. I, I, I slapped my grandma. Yes. <laughs> For asking questions about Jesus. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't read the book, for- bitch. I, I don't blame you for disliking Christianity. If that I don't either at all. And, in the and, now, and now I'm back on Jacob's side. It's like, yeah, if they slap me and fuck reading your book, I'm still going to. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't in the slightest. That's that's my point. I don't in the slightest uh, think that Jacob should either should have anything other than disdain for Christianity. <laughs> like, I, I, like you can totally disagree with Christianity without having read the entire book but if you're going to go into the little tiny minutia of all these things understand a lot of people have studied this for years and they have like very quick explanations for the things that you're bringing up as like as if they're glaring holes that's all their explanations still never like i i never understand i'm like okay yeah you can find a way to explain that but why do you devote your whole life to it that's so weird to me it's just well, and it's all, a lot of people don't like to think that it's possibly nothing at the end. So, man, you got to hold on to something. It's, it's literally terrifying to a lot of people. I'd say I don't believe I listen. I I'm I think reincarnation might be a thing. I think that might be a thing because there are people, children that have that have been born knowing shit like maybe where their body was or whatever from previous life. <laughs> Jeff oh. says books are for nerds, by the way. That's funny. There's actually a few cases of this that are slightly believable that real life people that, and real life stories that I can kind of see the even interviews with like that person's grandmother and be like, it's the craziest fucking thing. And like, but like, that's the thing. I've never seen anybody <laughs> convincing convincingly be like hey i hung out with god i saw jesus or you want to hear a story what 
You want to hear a story? Uh-oh, Andrew's current camera moment. He's, he just walked into Jacob, the minivan. Jacob, I'm, he sat I'm down. this right now. You're wrong. I'm just kidding. Uh, you want to hear a story? <laughs> uh, so wrong. Do you remember that guy right now? So yeah, I understand that too. Do, do you remember uh, when when I was a kid? I was I was super sick. Real saw bad. the angel. So I I saw an angel on the wall. Mm-hmm. The next morning, I was literally miraculously healed. I know the that. doctor said this is not the same child you brought to us. And it was the night know. after, the morning after, I said that there was a little boy standing on the wall of my, of my bedroom. Now, this is what I'm going to tell you. Okay. I don't believe this. Like, I, I believe <laughs> that this happened. I don't believe that an angel saved me, right? It's the same type of story as the stories that you're referencing is what I'm saying. Well, and see, listen. The I, next morning, they almost took my mom to jail <laughs> like, <laughs> because, because they thought that they were, she was faking a little kid who was sick for years right. because they said, this is not the same child that we saw yesterday. Do you know, that's not the, you're not the only person that has had stuff like that. Like my, when my mom went under from, from a heart attack, like she swears up and down, like she was, they put her on so much drugs that of course she hallucinated a lot of this. Yeah. But the stuff that she described that was going on when she was literally under tripped me and my sister out because we were there. I mean, like we we watched what she was she was intubated. There was no way that she experienced all that stuff that she she remembered. But not only that, it was like when she got home, they said it was like it was a whole like she was never sick. They were like yeah. she should have been dead. Um, and then her bill was miraculously paid. Like it, like she got a, a bill in one time and it was like $500,000 for her stay at the hospital. And then literally a month later, she got a bill that says she had a zero balance. And we still don't, we don't know anybody that would have done that. And it was just, shit. I wish I would have had the bill paid miracle. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. That was, was that Creflo dollar, man. That was yeah. Exactly. That was that G5 money that, I want both of you to know I completely believe in and I have I've I've got shit I don't want to talk about it right now but I've got shit that I've witnessed in my life that couldn't have been something that wasn't spiritual couldn't have been something that wasn't like some kind of miraculous uh crazy coincidences crazy you know just I I know there is like a force but what I'm you know putting it all into to me putting it all into putting all that stock into a book that was written 2000 years ago by people that threw spears at rain. Uh, just fucking Kevin Smith line, by the way. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> just just repeating it. something you heard somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you though. I agree with you to be honest. I, I do agree with you. I just That's think why a better not. way. It literally happened to me and I'm not a believer. Yeah. I was like, going to say to, to Andrew's story and you know, let's take it. Listen. Don't steal my thunder. Every, watch your ass, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna. What I was gonna <laughs> say is, is here's how I would explain Andrew's story. If they say, "Well, we prayed, and then Andrew miraculously got better," um, the human body does miraculous things every day. Somebody will beat cancer. Somebody will like. Sometimes diseases can just reverse in a human being. Some people, it just happens. There are miracles every day of the human body doing stuff. Now think of that overlapped with how many, how many people on earth 
believe in a personal higher power. It's probably going to be over 80% to 90% of all people on earth. So that's going to be an, a lot of overlap with those body miracles and some prayer. So it's yeah. going to sync up real close. Uh, the only thing I will say is that my only thing about the, the prayer leading to like miracles of medicine stuff is while that's all cool, I've never seen, uh, I've never seen prayer regrow an arm or a leg. The minute I see prayer regrow an arm or a leg, the minute I see somebody get an appendage back, I'm going to rethink a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> there would be data by now. That's my, that's my big thing is <clears throat> there would be uh, – uh, uh, there's, there's ways to correlate those things, and I'm sure they've been studied, and we would know by now if, if – well, um, Go you ahead. Have them, you have a bunch of the, these preachers and stuff around constantly making those claims. I personally brought this little girl back from the dead. I personally regrew this yes. guy's arm. Oh, I, I personally heard people. Get, you're going to be able to blind, watch it. Blind blind Bring yeah, it. Where's yeah. this guy at with his regrown arm? You know, and um, as somebody who's done a fair amount of hallucinogens, I, I feel you have to do that to break free of the concept that, that it couldn't have been anything but supernatural. The fuck it could. Don't you realize what your brain can do? <laughs> Dude, your brain is an. Um, uh, uh, there's not a word to describe how amazing your brain is. The things it does. I have sat here in a fucking chair with my fucking eyes closed and had experiences that were as real as me walking out that front door and <laughs> fucking going, jumping over shit and talking to people and everything. So like that's, that's where, that's where yeah, I break terrifying. from the, it, 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 and, and I know I, I, I love reading about how the brain works, what it fucking does and, and how it makes things out of nothing. Like I, I feel convinced of what most of these things are that I thought were, you know, extra worldly. I don't uh, like, the the bearing any of this has on my life today is so minuscule that it's not like like I'm not one of these people that ever is just like you know sh you know as bad as everything has gotten here lately I wasn't like oh God please you know let Dad you know not get the worst of this fucking COVID yeah. shit I wasn't because whatever was going to happen was going to happen. If the medicine couldn't take care of it, then we were going to have to deal with that. I've been in this too long and seen no prayers answered. No substantial <laughs> evidence of a prayer answered. You know what I mean? I've seen people die miserable fucking deaths. And some of the best Christians I know were like 24-7 praying for these people. Like that's a hard thing to reconcile in your mind. Yeah. That's one thing. That's one thing I still don't really, and and there there's an answer for it. That's the thing I I still don't fully understand it. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Johnny says, "Hey, I don't, I, I didn't see this movie yet, but if there's a Growing Pains multiverse universe in this movie, I'm in." Sorry, Johnny, you're in for a rude awakening, dog. Watch the movie though. <laughs> yeah, there's um, not even a Full House connection in this one because they got the they got the weird looking sister to be in it instead of Candace. Yeah, and a truly insulting token black character. You'll love it. Oh, and oh I'm surprised God. we haven't talked about that yet, by the way. I was going to talk about prayer, and that's boring as fuck. Let's talk about this black guy in this movie. Yeah, let's talk about DeAndre. 
Uh, uh, yeah. Juice. If Don't. you are you disappointed? <laughs> are you disappointed in this actor? Look, here's what I'm gonna say. Because he didn't get every, paid much for this movie, I guarantee it. Oh, I, I don't think he was an actor. I think he was a part of the church. This is a church and, group. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So look, that, that article there, said that this was filmed at Kirk Cameron's Christmas party. Is the reason why it didn't cost anything to film this movie. I think he said it. It, it like he thinks it was. I don't yeah, think he stated that as at. fact. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll look but to I would see believe it. It looked like I it was filmed in a Coles, by the way. This guy <laughs> and and the and the the chemtrails guy, the, both of those dudes, like um, those What's struck me as like the youth minister and the like mm-hmm. choir director stereotype. Yeah, dead you on. Know, that is dead a, on. Know, juice. There's a lot of that in churches where um, there's a there's a wacky minor there's a wacky minority character and everybody is like oh i thought that you know that was fun and it makes everybody feel a little less racist um mm-hmm. that yeah. that exists in a lot of like i've seen that so many times in churches and I, I was feminine. so uncomfortable i was so uncomfortable watching these. well let me let me be very very clear I, I, as i've said many times i am you know a, a queer man and i've been a part of these churches and in a white church, they gravitate towards you, especially the older white ladies. They really liked me. Yeah. But like, I would be involved in the plays and stuff like that just because I like plays. And when I was watching this character, I was like, oh my God, this is how some people must have viewed me just being a, as a part of this church. But like, this guy was like times Medea. Like, this yeah. is like way too much. I. I, I was gonna say I couldn't handle it. I can't speak as a black man, but <laughs> that's a great. I can't. Opening I can't. I'll go next. I, I, I can't speak as a black man, but if I were to guess that maybe perhaps that he feels he has to like an entertainer always kind of have it on with the white Christian Kirk Cameron it's a people shield. around. It's a because veneer. yeah, it's like that's that's his like fuck it. I'm doing well with this whole church thing get along to go along to get along, you know, like if it makes them feel better, whatever, I'll have fun with it. It's not that big of a deal. Right. And then he's making his money. Yeah. He he absolutely does not want to be threatening to them at all. Exactly. He just wants to like go along, get along because things are going overboard with like the, with like the fucking verse. They're trying to to fight the power. The fucking, the, like the biblical lingo he throws into all the, like, Mm, part the holy seat mm, glory oh, yeah. like, I, like he's constantly throwing that shit in there I, i've been to places where i've seen white people doing doing that it's not just like a token thing yeah, no, it's like no. a church thing where like like just the con like in your day that's the thing man i like i felt like i've been to that kirk cameron christmas party even though i never went to like any churches i went to were not these mega rich churches there was still that same sort of atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fake. been a lot it's of them, all, man. You know what it is? It, 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 it's the show of, of like trying to be somewhat better than somebody else that's in right. the same room as you. And it's, yes. and it's not, it's not even done with the right spirit. Like it's identical to the somebody, spirit of Jesus. Right. Like if you, you're supposed to want to be the same or, or you know, or, I don't know, lead somebody by example, but it's like, instead let's like, let's turn everything up to crank level 
and just be wholly obnoxious with each other. And it, they yeah. don't, and, and like none of them are aware. It's like a it, weird culture, man. It, like that dancing you at the can't end be, with all the. Because you can't be sad. I've been, that's what it is. I, right. I'm, I'm depre- I have bipolar, manic depressive. Fucking weirdo. Depression, anxiety, all that stuff. And being in churches like that, especially you youth groups Jesus and stuff. In your life, yeah. uh-huh. Well, that's the thing is you can't be sad in those situations. Like you can't want to go sit out in the car by yourself because you no. have to always be happy and on because we're happy because of the religion, right? You need to be rejoicing. Like, there's, there yes, used to be a strain Jesus, of sin. So how bad could it be? Yeah, there's, right. there's, there used to be a, you know, many le- what I would call more legitimate, real strains of Christianity throughout history, in which it wasn't this smiley, plasticky, happy thing. It like recognized that things are not all great. You know, it's not like, but that's what that's what the Kirk Cameron thing is. It's like well, that's that's that Americanized way of being, anyway. Exactly. Just, let's hide everything. Let's hide everything else. Like that. Everything's great. Yeah. Hide yeah. everything that's not social media is like that. Like it's yeah. yeah we're gonna it's that it's that it's that caracal it's that carrot dangle. You know, like like uh, uh, I think it was in that article where it mentioned like uh, poor people are not even mentioned in this movie. Like he he makes some passing deal that like donations go up around the world this time of year, but that's as far as it goes. When that's one yeah. of the key pillars of the Christian faith yes. is take care food. of the poor noodles, yes. ma- noodles the less fortunate when when noodles is, is listing his grievances the only one that Kirk Cameron does not ever address is him saying that the money can be used to donate to people like that's the one yeah. that Kirk Cameron's because Kirk Cameron can't couldn't figure out a hole to poke in that one where he's like you know he, he was like you know he's writing this and he's like what can I say about the fucking donations okay they don't deserve it they're probably not godly god the god gives money to the people who he thinks should yeah. have money no pull yourself up by the bootstraps Jesus did the fish <laughs> thing when the, when he the, said this was a one-time only offer <laughs> probably the biggest majority of those people are in poverty yeah. desperately probably need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, when, when noodles is given his fucking like his spill there in the car, when he gets, he, he's like, he's just like, you know, I'm, I just, I think about it. It's like, is that what God would want? Is this what God would want? And I'm, and I just looked at my buddy and I was like, that is a valid question from any real Christian. Like, yeah, that's, I got to reconcile this with the real world. Like, how do I make this work? Not Kirk Cameron. I will fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you talk down about it again. Yeah. It was like, a, he was like Ethan Suplee with the, with the schooner. <laughs> you <laughs> dumb bastard. Couldn't hear you, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. If you just play scarier music over those scenes with him in the car, it turns into his. I mean, you'd think he's about to stab him in the stomach. I mean, totally, totally. Uh, it was really, it was really kind of very weird yeah. scenes. There's it's some really scenes kinda, in the house. One of my one of my notes was uh, before the brother, because the brother is in the house to begin with, and he's not he's not digging the whole fucking party, and then that's when Kirk goes in there and talks to his sister, and. In the next few scenes where uh, I think that's when DeAndre comes up and talks to him and 
Yeah. It's it's DeAndre's fault he goes out to the car. I yeah. I just it, he's the last person yeah. because he's racist. Yeah. Like that's really the yeah. Because <laughs> he, he's like he's like hey DeAndre what's up my man. Anybody can start like thinking about like casual Fridays and stuff at work. I'm gonna yeah. go sit in the car too. I don't need any of this shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude. If well, everybody's I, like acting like they're like. Gilmore Girls script on meth the entire time. I, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking hang out while people jibber jabber about casual Fridays. Also, no, he's also he's also throwing in all these fucking like Black Power. We're gonna march and like my people done suffered too long. Like, what are you like? What are you conflating this with, man? Like, what I think you, I think what Dar- are you doing? judging from judging from the outtakes, Darren Doan pointed the camera and said, "All right, DeAndre." Just go because in that outtakes, he's like, it was. I'm just gonna keep it going was. until y'all get what y'all need. Because I'm just gonna, he was just like, I'm gonna fucking improv for like three minutes, cut it how you want it. Yep, yep. And he kept talking until he started talking about black stuff, and then they were like, Yeah, that's what we wanted. He's got it, <laughs> he's just he's gotta be, we got it, we got it. We'll get, we will get more in. This is how yeah. we win. Yeah, well, uh, he, uh, he, there's some, there's some, there's some shots that are. From Kirk Cameron's point of view, like when he goes in there to talk to the brother, like all of a sudden the brother's not in the seat. But like when he comes through the door, it switches to this shot where it looks like it's a GoPro on a dog's back mm. because it's like from a <laughs> very low point of view when he comes through the door and then it switches to showing it's Cameron and then back to this point of view. Weird. That's a that's uh, an excellent director right there. Also, I don't I don't remember what the exact line is, but when they show uh, our our protagonist sitting and not enjoying Christmas, and they say something like, uh, Kirk Cameron says something like, you know, when a man starts thinking about and and then it shows like a little girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weirdest cut and the weirdest. Yes. With it. I'm glad you guys saw it too. Like, well, because noodles, at, at, the at the beginning of the, the thing when he's giving his monologue, he, he's talking about all the stuff he loves at Christmas and then he just stops and he's like, and I love all the kids. He didn't say what the kids were doing. He just <laughs> loves the kids. Are kids a Christmas well, thing? Hey, uh, <laughs> in, that, in that dancing scene at the end of it, like Kurt Cameron genuinely looks like he's having a ball watching those kids dance. Yeah. Like he's off yeah. in the back and he's just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna eat one of these kids later. Kind of looks like to ask them Camerons to eat kids. Yeah. QAnon territory. We just went to QAnon territory. <laughs> um, the one of my other notes. One of my other notes was the conspiracy theory guy. Like, what? What was his purpose? Was the movie making fun of this guy? Yeah. Or was this guy supposed to be voicing some actual Kurt Cameron concerns? Because the very next segment after he's introduced is the is the Game of Thrones Santa Claus beatdown. And what they say that dude because the story of Saint Nicholas and that was that there was some uh heretics in the church that were trying to denounce the deity of God. And St. Nicholas wasn't fucking having it. And the main one that was doing it was uh, uh, Alt- Altus or Atreus or something like that. Well, and yeah. when they show him, he's in there, he's in that fucking bar and he's telling them, you know, like, like, like Jesus is not a savior and, and God's not this and this. 
and he's played he's played by the same guy. Like he's played by the conspiracy theory guy. So oh, really, uh, I was yeah. I was told I was told I was thinking too clever for this movie. Yes, that's what I was, I was about like, to say. I was like, was that what he is that what he's trying to say that this guy was like this conspiracy theory guy sitting in Kurt Cameron's house? No, that's that is what it is. <clears throat> that that those conspiracy theorists that think that the puppet strings are uh, are um, r- running the world are lose, missing the point that God is running the world. Soros, man, it's George. It's always been George Soros. That's the beginning of time. That's why he was also the heretic. Um, I absolutely love that. Damn. Because that Damn, guy didn't Cameron want D. to. Oh, sorry. It always happens. I always start yelling this time of night. Sorry. Uh, Jacob, Jacob put himself to sleep again. <laughs> the, whole, the whole reason they hold those mugs to their mouths isn't, isn't part of the movie. It's because that guy didn't want to memorize all that dialogue that he had to spew. And Kirk, or the director was just like, okay, just hold the mugs up. And we will overdub all of that, and it's it's like a complete. It was all yeah, like a a different sound. Really done. It was a terrible mix. Yeah, this uh, whole movie was. I had my sound bar up as high as it would go, and I could I couldn't hear them yeah. talking in some scenes. It's quiet. It's very quiet. You want me to hear what you're fucking saying? Why don't you let me turn it up? What's going on here? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I guess this is the curse of the sound bar because I, I got all dialogue. Yeah, I, I didn't have any problems. Yeah, we had our we had ours crank too, and and it was crank two. Now that's a good movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they had to have sex and get their heartbeat up in the in the middle of the crowded city. Like, uh, wasn't that crank two a, or was that no, crank one? Crank two was when they fuck at the horse races. Oh shit! Crank one's Sorry. the ones with Chester Bennington, right? I've never seen Craig. God bless no, Chris, Craig too has Chester Bennington in it. In a, in a store? And a tool for, or Maynard from Tool. I just know he Martin, that shit. And rawr. Yeah. Did I was you ever fan. do Craig too? No. Really? Oh, I've never seen it. I've never seen Craig one, but I own Craig two on Blu ray. It's amazing. <laughs> I found Darren. I found Darren Doan, the director's Instagram, and I'm trying to find some shit, but it doesn't look like he's got like. Uh, any anything cool on here? This movie probably ruined his career. He's got he's got twenty eight hundred Instagram followers. It's a decent amount. It's fine. My wife has more. Well, she makes badass fucking uh, dolls. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that guy directed a lot of music videos. He should have more. Yeah, he's got. But he burned all of his bridges when he made this movie. He's really into I mean, he's branding in and sales, so I, I, I'm, I'm guessing he works in marketing now. Oh, right on. That's that's what you do when you want to go to the go to the easier side of the job. Yeah, he owns Doan Creative Industry, pushing your pushing against your best product. Nothing about Jesus on his Instagram though, which was surprising. I figured if he's if he maybe he got he maybe fell off the wagon. Call him. Dude, I bet we could get him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna DM him. Does he have? Does he, are his messages open? Just be like, oh, I got some questions bro. about Jesus. If for we you. get him, we can do a bonus episode. Followed by our sister Amy, so she did meet him. She does know him. Oh my gosh, man, and you're so- in. <laughs> Holy shit, she she definitely didn't follow him because of this movie. So it has to be because of the uh, wow. the music video she was in. Wow, wow, wow. That's wow. hilarious. 
His his DMs are not open, which is not surprising, really. If I follow him, can I DM him? I bet you. I can DM him because I followed him. Dude, oh, I, wonder, shit. I wonder how much attention he gets for this piece of shit because, like, this is available for human beings to watch. And, and, and the poster makes it look like it's going to be something at least, like, bad fun. Uh, and it's completely not that at all. And Ugh. It's not the a real- food at the end. The food at the end was the best part. <laughs> He's like, eat every fucking bite because you deserve yeah. it. Yeah, forget about those poor kids. Forget yeah. about those kids that didn't see Santa Claus. You get to eat. Yeah, yeah. That's great, man. Uh, let's see here. What's good? Let's, yeah. let's see here. What's yeah. Let's wrap. Let's wrap this up. Would you recommend? Would you recommend this? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I would not recommend. No, Andrew's mic's off. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God did that. Well, do you recommend this? One, two, three. No. no. <laughs> all right. Not at all. Don't all watch right. this unless you're a refund theater listener and you really want to know what we're talking about. Um, but even then, just listen. You or know, if you're one of those crabby Christians who thinks it's too secular and commercial and in your face. Oh, hey, sorry. I had a note that I had Savannah mention this and I was like, wow, very astute. Uh, at the beginning, Kirk Cameron was like, hey, we all know that there's those types of people that who want us Christmas people to, you know, tone it down and keep it private and don't be so in our face about it. Well, that's what they've been saying to gay people for like decades now. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I, and it- I guess can't end it at a better place than that. We're going to head over to Patreon and talk about uh, songs number four through six on angelic to the core by Corey feldman uh so go on over there if you want to hear that later and uh thank you for listening and guys thank you all for going through this yeah jacob sorry sorry for uh for uh coming at you so hard i love you hey, i love you too sorry yeah, for being such a hole poker see look what <laughs> look what kirk cameron did he he's he's giving us the spirit of christmas he's the reason for the season you know what i mean yeah. i just, I just he DM'd, helped the rift he caused i i just, <laughs> I, I, I just uh dm'd mr uh darren doan so uh we will see if he gets back to us and i'll let you know next weekend we'll uh, on the next week on the podcast i said hey man saw you in saving christmas how are you doing nowadays? That's all I said. We'll see, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what he says back to us. Oh, I, oh, never mind. I'll, I I got a DM from Feldman's people, but we'll talk about it on the Patreon. Oh, uh, sweet. Uh, so yeah, we'll be over there. But yeah, uh, uh, God, I was about to say something shit, but you just blew my mind with. Uh, Last week's Feldman episode was one oh, of yeah. the most fun episodes we've ever done on anything. Dude. So. Yeah, I'll put it. Up, I'm gonna put it up for free in a couple weeks. But if you guys want, get over to the Patreon because, like, I have never laughed as hard as I laughed on that episode. I I couldn't even breathe. Uh, My cheeks hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, what I was gonna say is, uh, Merry Christmas. And what's next week? It's Merry Christmas. Karate. Oh, karate. Christmas? It's uh, a karate Christmas miracle. Um, brought to oh. us by our good friend Ben. Um, <laughs> it's our second B movie. That includes Mr. Eric Roberts Sweet. recently. And I can't remember which other one, what recent movie we had that had Eric Roberts in it. Uh, I remember there was one. Um, but 
<clears throat> yeah, he's around, and uh, this is I, I'm trying to. This is one of those movies that I'm trying to know the least about before yeah, I jump I mean, in. I mean. And maybe you guys will follow suit. I mean, you guys can do what you want, but um, I think what's it on? What, what are we watching it on? I think it's Tubi that we're watching this on, and that's oh, actually cool. a good. That's actually a good point. Um, so everybody can, everybody here, Tubi is free, so you don't have to pay for this. Um, so if you want to watch the movie that we're going to do next week, you can just watch it on Tubi. And, Tubi. and if you want to watch Kirk Cameron's uh, Surviving Christmas, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> Reframing uh, Christmas. <laughs> saving, saving Christmas. Then it, it is free on YouTube with ads. Just or so just, you know. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. That's cool. And it's on Amazon Prime. Or just stare into your toilet for an hour and a half. That's about the same. <laughs> yeah. Just go, out, just go outside and shoot yourself. It's the same <laughs> 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 called Saving Christmas. And we welcome you back to Nashville Thanks. and the talk of the town. And we say make you think, but along the way in this movie, you want to make folks laugh as well, right? You know, Christmas should be about celebration and laughing and singing and dancing and celebrating. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and along the way, uh, Saving Christmas is going to get people to think differently about Santa Claus, Christmas trees, and the nativity. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about the movie and the character that you play in this. Sure. Uh, well, uh, my character goes to his sister's house for a great big Christmas party, and mm -hmm. she's got the tree looking beautiful, the turkey's in the oven, everyone's having fun, except her husband. Mm -hmm. And he's out in the driveway sulking, because he thinks all the presents and Uncle Bill dressed up as Santa Claus and, and everything else is distracting from the true meaning of Christmas, which is the baby in the manger. And I try to get him out of his bah humbug Scrooge... Uh, uh, character and help him see that the real meaning of Christmas is going on inside his house and he's ruining, ruining it all with his bad attitude. <laughs> now the cool thing too is there are some family connections in here. We all know about uh, Candace, uh, the, the, the famous acting sister yep. from Full House Days. Hopefully right. she's doing well these days. She is. Uh, but this one we bring in a sister that uh, we, we've not seen before. Tell us about Bridget and how you got her to be a part of this. Well we needed someone to play my sister Bridget and, and we have I've always known that really the real actress, the real entertainer was not me or Candace per se, but Bridget. Mm -hmm. And so I asked her, she came in, did a fantastic job. A lot of people know Candace, and they think she's a great dancer from Dancing with the Stars. Right. But wait till you get a load of Bridget doing her little hip-hop moves, and she and I doing a little break-dancing, pop-locking stuff yeah. together in Saving Christmas. What about you? All right, so you've got some dancing I, I, moves in oh, this, right? Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can do the worm like nobody's business. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so when we are done with the movie itself, it's a two-week limited stay. So tell us about, I guess, the thought process on why you're only doing this in the movies for the next two weeks. 
are starting on the 14th for two weeks. That's right. Saving Christmas is in theaters starting November 14th. And we're having the Christmas movie come out early because we want people to think differently about the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. From the way you cook your food, the way you decorate your house, and the way you, you uh, talk to people about the story of Christmas. Okay. And uh, we're in for two weeks only because we uh, we don't have uh, you know the ten million dollar budget to uh, to get into thousands of theaters. But the way we can get there is by all of us filling the theaters that we are in opening weekend, and then every other theater thinks they're missing out. Yeah. And, it expands okay. to thousands. Fantastic. All right, so this is going on, and uh, we're glad you came in for this. But if you will, any other projects you got going on, or would you ever want to do TV again, a television series? Oh, you know what? I've always wondered what it would be like to be a weatherman. Uh-huh. Is it a good gig? Because you get to gig if you can get it. Because you, you get to wear great suits, uh -huh. and you're always looking sharp <laughs> as a weatherman. Well, you know what? I've, I've got a week off at Christmas time. Do you really? You know, if, Come if, on, if you've got man, a pound it. Time, yeah, right? Maybe we can work something out. <laughs> hey, thank you for being with us today. All Good right. to have you with us. Now, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas will open in select theaters around Middle Tennessee on November 14th for two weeks only. Find the theater closest to you. You can go to their website, savingchristmas.com.